Hello and good evening for this Sunday, September 3rd, 2023. We are coming to you here live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch uh, for the Super Mario Brothers podcast about Big Brother 25, week five of the HOH house, a do-over, Jeff, uh, as I am Dave Mayer here, joined with my brother Jeff Mayer on Super Mario Brothers podcasting to talk about this uh, episode 14 of Big Brother 25. Jeff, we have well, the HOH. I, just, I just don't love it. You just don't love it. Uh, I wish I had a hoodie on with no shirt underneath, and I zipped it down just a, almost to my better button. Indeed. Then you would really know how I feel about this. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Cameron and Red on the block by here with Jared as the new HOH. Yeah. to unpack won, here. He won episode. something. He won something, solidifying himself potentially as one of the greats of all time of Big Brother. He's out of his mommy's shadow, except he's doing exactly what his mommy wants. Pretty much. But this is his time to shine. He is his own man. Potentially. Time will tell. He's got his Lady Blue, his plus one. Does he? I mean, Blue's plus one is Jag. But Jared's like second place, at least. Maybe. <laughs> but Maybe. they're excited because they're going to have a lot of sex in the HOH room. So that's exciting. So is that clo- is that good enough for Jared? I think so. Maybe. Uh, okay, we have a lot to unpack here uh, in this episode. Or do we? I, I'm still trying to figure out. Okay, like there was... A, I, there were some moments of this episode I liked, I gotta tell you, but there was a lot that I thought was sort of, I don't know, just dragging a bit. I thought the whole episode was kind of boring. Honestly, there was only a few good scenes that like were like kind of like good for the, like the game explanation. Like I thought the the scene with America and Corey on the hammock was good. Right. But like honestly, and like I like the scene where Jag figures out that like you know Jared tried to you know like it, only way he would have known that is if Sari told him, and then so he's like I can't really trust them. Right. Those are the, like the only two te- uh, two scenes to me that stood out as being kind of like uh, credible to like the the story of the the game because most of the time all, all I feel I'm watching is hugs, competitions. And then, like DRs that kind of like are, you know, about Felicia dropping her mic in the in the toilet. You know, like, it's a lot of nonsense going on right now. Well, and I think I, that was. I think that like the, the whole Felicia in the toilet with her microphone pack, which Jamil has mentioned a few times in past episodes, the spoiler section when we get into the spoilers. So this is not like something that just was a recent affair. This was something that they chose to fill into the show, uh, just because they. I don't think they had a lot to tell us. Tonight. Or they didn't want to tell us, you know, like that, that, or they're saving it for later, or so I don't know. Like the house is in a weird place because I feel like, uh, you know, for the most part, it's like Cameron and Red are kind of clueless to like how the game is working, in my opinion. You know, even though they kind of knew they were going up, I don't think they really understand like at all how the power of the house is working. Uh, like they they still believe in their stupid alliance, you know, level twenty five. Uh, what's it called? Level twenty five. As long as like Izzy, who's a member of the like the twenty five alliance or whatever the hell it's called, 
uh, does this, then you know, then we'll be fine. Like, are you out of your damn minds, Red and Cameron? Especially Cameron. I think Cameron's delusional sometimes. Yeah. We well, they both are. You really think you're still safe? Okay. And like, uh, there was a lot. Okay, so. I think Red and Cameron kind of saw the writing on the wall a little bit. The fact that, you know, that they're, this HOH was taken away from Cameron. He doesn't get anybody out. Jag's still in the house. And ultimately, Jag doesn't win power here, but it doesn't really matter because uh, it's ultimately um, uh, Jared who comes after him and puts him up. It didn't matter. Everyone was going to put them up except maybe America. And they were like, oh, yeah, try and get America out, you know, because they don't like America or something because you they know, were, she's, they were she's a pretty girl and they don't yeah. want to be. You should put America, even though America, if, if that's true, if America is the one uh, other alternative, then they should try to work together in all reality. But no, yeah, exactly. And like, and like America's trying to work that out with Corey and Corey's acknowledged is lay low because they, they, you know, which is probably the right move because um, Cameron and Red seem to be kind of. You know, they think they're smarter than they are. You know, um, well, that's kind of an epidemic in the house, in some ways. Yeah, I think. Um, yeah. It, okay. Yeah. The story with Jared here tonight, Jory and Jared and Sari. Uh, do you want to unpack that relationship at all? Like, uh, what you're sort of. I don't, I don't get it, honestly. Like, it seems like Sari's the puppet master of the house, and Jared likes to pretend that he's playing a game that matters. You know, like he's I just like player in the game. It just feels like it feels a lot like Evil Dick and Danielle in that way. But you know, who's the Evil Dick? Oh, Sari. Sari's Evil Dick, and yeah. Jared is the Danielle. Yes, you know, and. And if they got to the end together, there's no chance Jared wins. You know, that's how I feel about it. You know, even with this HOH, like what can he do anything with this HOH to sort of like make the other house guests feel like he's sort of a player that it should be. Uh, I don't think there's anything he can do short of turning on Sari, really, that everyone's not going to think that anything he does is Sari's choice. Like, I don't feel like he was really playing the game. I don't think the show shows that. I feel like now that he's won some power, it's like, oh, now I'm big man in charge. And it's just like, okay, show. Then what, you know, like, I love like his whole excuse in the diary room was like, oh, yeah, Cameron's turning on red and, you know, all this. I don't believe any of that stuff. He was told to put up red and Cameron. Okay. Yeah. Well, that was kind of silly tonight where, yeah, like, well, Ka you know, Jared's talking to uh, red and he was like, what if I told you Cameron said he might be okay sitting next to you? Even though you just said you'd be okay sitting next to Cameron. How do you feel about that information? <laughs> I'm like, what are you talking about, Jared? Like, what's going on? It was a bit bizarre. Oh, we got a message from Jamil. Try to jump on for the spoiler talk. Okay. He's trying he's trying to make it here for spoilers. So let's get through the episode, Jeff, proper. Um, two hours before eviction. The eyes in the jar. Oh yeah, this was all the everything here where um Jag kind of, you know, as you alluded to earlier, Jeff, figures out the information with Sari. And that, Jer you know, she told Sari, he tells Sari this information, it gets to Jared, and he's like, only, it could only have happened if Sari had told Jared this information, which she had. 
And then she yeah. didn't like that. Like, and don't, rightfully so that Jared went and, you know, or Matt was involved too, right. In this conversation. Yeah. Well, Matt was, you know, told Saria and Saria told Jag that only Matt and her knew, but then Jared comes and goes, you know, don't worry, man, don't worry, but don't tell anybody. Right. Like he kept saying, don't tell anybody, you know, because he didn't want to get him back to Saria. And then immediately he gets back to Sari, you know, and yeah, it's like it almost screwed up his whole relationship with Sari in the house because it, 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 you're breaking trust. And that's like that's like that's the type of thing Sari would vote you out in a right. second. If Survivor, Jared was you know? not Sari's son, would she yeah. vote him out? I think she would definitely be looking to. Yeah, yes. because I, she trust would, is everything in these games. He'd be very expendable at best. Yeah, and it's not that they that they they don't you know there's no trust between them. Obviously, there's a lot of trust, but in gameplay, you can't just like go blabber or things that people just told you that and literally told you don't say anything because because he just employed that same thing with Jag. You know, like the thing is in these houses, anytime you say anything that's in like secrecy or don't tell anybody, you have to assume that people are going to use that information as leverage in other ways to get what they want. That's the right. whole point of the game. So when you do that, you you are you're taking that risk, you know, and to do it with Jag made no sense, you know. Uh, no, I agree with that. Yeah, like there was a lot, like a lot, a lot of different decisions. Okay, um, I think we should also talk here tonight, Jeff, about the HOH competition itself. Um, we had this, um, uh, I don't know, like kind of a, a dating show sort of vibe, I guess, is what they were going for. Love letters was sort of the theme of the. It was kind of a. a wait, sorry, go back. The BB Odd Couples game it show. A, it was a scrambleverse. It was a scrambleverse kind of a, a theme uh, because you know. So we you know we were alluding to the great showmances of Big Brother, like you know uh, Swaggy C and Bailey Jeff, if you recall. Yes. Were they one of the great showmances of all of Big Brother? I don't know. They had a baby, would... so they had a baby. So okay, noteworthy. 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 Okay. Uh, did you like the competition? Not really. With like, you know, uh... I, I liked the Jesse ones. They were pretty funny. Uh, but other than that, no. I thought it was too easy. I thought it was like because they underlined, "What this is what you're looking for." Yeah, you know, so it's all like, you had I, to, I, I was playing along. All you had to do was look at the word, whatever it was, in red and underline. Okay, you used to go scooter. Then they would show you three pictures, right? And you go, okay, what picture is the scooter in? Now, this one, to be to be fair, is a little tougher. Do you see it? Okay, so what was it? What I'm looking for? Scooter. Yeah, so I found most Over of the here. time, but like the first like six once it was the the column where the person the people weren't standing uh often but who cares all you had to do was look for the thing that they just told you was read yeah. and underlined yeah. like going back to yeah you look for scooter and there it is and now you win as long as you hit yeah. the right button yeah. all, you, if you hit the wrong thing then you're out right yeah, it should have been a tiny bit more difficult that's all yeah, these are always fun because you get to pick who go, kind of goes against who next. Uh, you know, like uh, we had uh, here Jared and Cameron. So he, Jared knocks Cameron out, only to later nominate him in the in the in the same episode. Uh, but I thought some of these like little 
messages. You know, can you find the muffin tin, Jeff, in this in these three pictures? Or do I think they were looking for the crutches in this particular one? The crutches, yeah. The muffin tin. Yeah. <laughs> um no, yeah, it was a lot of just and a lot of people just screwed up hitting C instead of A, and that, that happened a lot. Like, yeah. I don't know. I, I didn't love the competition. It seemed like a competition that they would use at the end of the show, you know? Right. But this is a lot of people to have in this, in this competition. Yeah. What was the word they're looking for here? We need to find a muffin tin. Where's the muffin tin, Jeff? Can we find it? Yeah, I know. I mean, <laughs> it was pretty easy. I found them most of the time right away, too. Uh, it's I don't know. Sure. I don't know. Okay, how long did this go on? This was like too long. Uh, if I if I keep going here, two we're into like eight nine minutes of this stuff. Like, like we're easily into twenty five minutes, twenty seven minutes. It in the entire hour, like this was like at least a good twelve minutes of it. Is it too long? Yeah, it was too long. Is this going with our theme the whole season that the competitions are taking up way too much of the edit? Could we have a better show? Can they? Yes. They can still have their competition. We don't have to see as much of it on the show. They, they, but Dave, I think you're right. Like with the, they were threatened by BB Canada and all the production value, and they really amped up the game this year because they have the bigger house now and they have the bigger soundstage and they can really like spend the money and make it look good but then like you're cutting down from like the show like the show is about people don't really care that much about the competitions or I theme don't or whatever the or, twist is this year no right like ultimately you throw there, there's a whole new crop of strangers you put them together into this house and you see what happens is kind of what is what brings i think people back every year you know because every year there's it's fresh because it's the same game but it's all new people so you kind of get something different. You know, you don't know exactly how this particular group of people is going to play out. You know, you might have a Sari and a Jared, mother-son. You might have an Izzy Jeff, who already knows that they're mother and son. Right. You might have a Cameron. You might not. You know? Um... So then there was some strategizing the episode, like commercials. Uh, oh, yeah. Well, okay. So there was a whole sequence here in the hammock, Jeff, with uh, America and Corey, who have become thick as thieves, these two. And, uh, you know, she's she's not going along with the whole Sari and Felicia and Izzy running the house things, you know, especially Sari running the house. She thinks we should, she, we need to take them out. And Corey's like, you need to be careful what you say out loud about any of those people because it'll get back to them yeah and they're both right that's what i liked about this conversation is they're both right and they do need to do something about it they, they just need to wait to get power and then they can but you know the thing is they can't really do that unless unless there's someone you know they can influence that's in power but right now there's not so well it, it, is part of the game just like staying out of trouble until the yeah. right moment and then making taking your shot at the right time yeah, but you don't want to wait too long because then the numbers are way against you, like like America alludes to in this conversation. So, like, the thing is, you do need to start making a move at a certain point, but sometimes it's too late. You know, the numbers are too against you. So, you, you know, you do need to do, you need to act. 
And uh, I do think she's right. But at the same time, they don't have the power, so they can't do anything. They should, you know, I thought last week they probably should have uh, both done something and went to, you know, Cameron and Red and said, like, look, Sari and da 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 da, they're running the house. Like, that's who you should target. But they wouldn't have listened because they're all about level 25. Level 25. Sam Higdon asking, you, you might have in America. Oh, actually, he was asking, which is better, Big, Big Brother Canada, Jeff, or Big Brother USA? Now that you've. The answer happened. is. Big Brother Australia. <laughs> Better than both? <laughs> yes. And hello, Sally. Um, is this a, a case of Big Brother USA copying Big Brother Canada? We kind of said yes. That, that's kind of our yeah. read on it. That they're kind of responding to that production value that they want to keep up here. In the process, they've, they've edited out a lot of their um, strategic content. The social dynamics of the house are largely lost, I think, in these edits. You get three episodes a week, Jeff, but you don't really understand what the hell's going on. No, like it's it's not as clear of a narrative either, this story. There's, it's a, more like, you know, trust clusters going on. Yeah. There's less... Of, it's You know, obviously we know here what Jared does, but, like, uh, he, you know, he ends up putting up Cameron and Red, and so we see a couple conversations here where that's set up, where... Jared prepares only, you know, and then he's like, well, he tried to pit them against each other as much as possible. And what else can they do? He's saying, I'm basically going to put both of you up, you know? So ultimately, if you're in that situation, I think you have to try to make the best of it and hope you survive the vote, right? Because ultimately, one of you will survive. Once one of you is voted out, maybe there's a good chance that you're not as much of a priority anymore now that you don't have your strong, your partner who was with you. That's yeah, might be all right. So, uh, I, I, in this uh nomination, I kept looking at, at America here, Jeff, and I, I kept thinking America was definitely pissed off at Jared. And I thought that America was almost something he could get nominated here because we heard that Red Whoop, and yeah. Cameron kept pushing for America, right? As, right, because she's that, pretty, she's pretty, and she has no friends. Uh, that's right. Court. And she, she turned down Cameron's constant advances, and Red's got—he's not allowed to talk to girls that pretty. Right. No, that's against the law in most counties where he's from. So it's like, uh, well, we ended, we end up here with Red and Cameron on the block, which is, you know, I think what America says, like exactly what Sari wants. Why are we doing this? Why should we have to do this work for them? You know. But ultimately. They're not like like Jared is with Sri. They just don't realize to the extent that he is. That's not clear to most of these other house guests yet. But they're just kind of you know. I don't know how. How do you think that like Matt Blue, and these other people perceive Jared? Uh, I, I don't know because they don't show us really on the show what they think of him. Uh, they're yeah, really protecting. Dave, they're really protecting Jared. I find. Throughout the, the show, whole, yes. Throughout the, the whole producers? edit, yes. But they're they're really protecting him, and they're really trying to make the audience like him. When he, according to the live feeds and a lot of people that watch it, he's not a very likable kind of car- life. caricature. Like you know, or uh, you know, the way he's presenting himself on the show. Yeah, um, he's, he's not winning over their hearts and minds. I don't think so. I think he's kind of like on like uh, this unlikable type. He's young. He's 25. You know, he's got like he's kind of cocky. He's got a certain attitude to him that's kind of, you know, I I, I need to be 
my own man here and I need to kind of step out of my mom's shadow. And I think it's kind of not humble. And, it, and so it's not, he's not coming across well, you know, like that, that's kind of the way I'm, you know, gathering him a little bit because I don't think he really cares about the game that he's playing. Like, yeah, you know, it doesn't feel like it. Right. And yeah, if he does, if he didn't have blue and he, okay, if he didn't have Sari, if this was, if Sari's not in this house, I don't think Jared is possibly the most expendable house guest out there. Yeah. Like, if, honestly, if he wasn't there, if she, if Sari wasn't there, Jared would probably be targeted. Right. But she's great. She's really good at protecting the people she needs to protect. Yeah. You know, she's and also like, protecting Felicia very well. And Izzy. And Izzy, yeah. but like, and only Izzy knows about this connection between Sari and Jared. Yeah. Felicia doesn't even know, but Felicia's just down with the fact that this is what Sari wants. So yeah, well, that's the thing. Is that's this is the thing that, that happens though when you get one player that's so experienced at these games, and I mean, Sari always probably should have been a Big Brother player, not a Survivor player. Like the game's kind of made made for her, especially with these novices. You know, she has such an advantage on these players, even her son that, you know, or Izzy that knows who she is and like knows who Jared is like, you know, yeah. like she just has such a, a hardcore advantage over them. Like, look at when Paul came back and he just completely like he wasn't even that great of a player. No, but he knew enough. He had but been through the game once. So he'd been that, through the game even once. Even that process kind of gets you up to a new level. Right, it story. does. It has to right. because you need to, especially when you get far in the games, because you have to adapt to survive. You have to, you know, what works, what doesn't. You know what, you know what you see when people say the wrong thing and that why they went home, and people explain that, and then you, you know, so you know what not to do more than even what you know what to do, you know, and but then you learn what to do, and I think you know, so you become a double threat, and uh, that's what Tarias and. It's like she should be like she should have been their freaking number one target right from the beginning, you know. It really made no sense. Uh, but certain players are just have enough charisma that you go, oh, it's Sari, and you know we're in the, we're playing a game, and you forget all that stuff, and you know that 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 group think doesn't always work. And the fact that like these other players, like Izzy and Felicia, have kind of gravitated themselves towards um Sari. Sari is ultimately powerful because of that. Sari like Jared ultimately seems to be loyal to Sari, not realizing that it's because he's her son, just because they think that's what he wants to do because it's Sari. And so it kind of creates this sort of new mythos even in this game. It does. It does. Um yeah. So, okay, how do you feel about this? Um, the fact that this HOH is Jared and this particular set of nominations and going into the veto, like, I guess, what do you think week five should what, what, what What's the best case scenario here? Uh, like, who goes home, you mean? Well, yeah, I guess, like, you know, I, I, I think if Cameron goes home, that's like. That's pretty good because I'm kind of annoyed with him as far as like the DRs, right. like this stuff where he's got the, the the sweater and he's like got his arm back and he's like, I'm just relaxed and I'm too cool to, you know, I don't know his whole 
body language and everything about him. I'm just like, you are so not likable. Like even red is like, red's a lot more likable. I find, yeah. even though he's very animated and he's very like, he's like a big brother pro. As far as the DR goes, I feel like Cameron is like, he's more interesting, but you're just like this guy. <laughs> he's kind of a creep. I don't know. That's a, <laughs> I, I kind of agree. I wouldn't be sad if we lost him pre jury here. Uh, if Cameron ends up going out here, I think he'll, you know, we ultimately say like of a pre jury boot, he's got a pretty good story. And if you can have, like, I think that uh, that's maybe even the best legacy a season can have is if all your pre-jury boots are sort of memorable characters, then isn't that a, you know, a good thing? Like we got Heisem, we got, you know, one ends up being Cameron. Yeah. Uh, you know, even um, Riley, who I think was a pretty good player in all right. Yeah. And uh, well, maybe not so much Kirsten, but you know, I think Kirsten would have been fun if she had lasted, but ultimately I think she's the most forgettable of the, of the, of the ones I've mentioned. And then there's Luke, but you know, we won't dwell. To, I feel like they added 17 house guests just to see, like, well, one of them is bound to come up with some scandal. So then Cerebral replaces that person. And then we'll have 16. That's kind of what happens. So, okay. Jamil is listening in, Jamil. So I know if you're there, you can jump in for your spoiler talk because we've kind of hit the end of this episode. So if, there, if the video has been played, come in and tell us. If not, come in and tell us that too. Um, I could I could look it up myself, but right. Jeff, do you know in golf today I broke a hundred? Uh, yeah, you, yes, I did see that. Uh, what course did you play? Oakville Executive. Oh yeah, nice. I had a lot of par threes. A lot of par threes, making lots of pars. I was making a lot of bogeys, but you know, with a consistent amount of bogeys, <laughs> right? I was okay. Good. So, you can just make a bogey every hole. Okay, he's coming in. Jamil Robinson coming in with the scoop, with the live feed information from maybe from public transit. It's unclear. Mm-hmm. Uh, he will be here momentarily. Momentarily, he will be arriving for the Sunday night edition here on Super Mario Brothers Podcasting, streaming live on Facebook, YouTube, and on Twitch. Or you might be listening to us on the audio version. I'm Dave Mayer, and this has been Jeff Mayer talking to you about Big Brother. If you want to ask us a live question, Feel free to do so. Uh, if you want to know, you know, how you feel the season is going. Do you like this this cast? Are you happy Jared's the HOH? Would you rather it was three? Or would you rather it was blue? Or even red? Or even back to Cameron. Would that be better? Would that have been more just? It was Cameron robbed here, Jeff. If you were a Cameron stan. Would you feel pretty uh, like uh, sour about how these how these events have transpired? Uh, probably because I don't know. I'm not a big fan of these reset weeks in general. But uh, yeah, he got kind of screwed over the worst way you could get screwed over. But he was still going to get targeted eventually. So it's really not that bad in that way. You know what I mean? Yeah, he was bounded up on the block one way or the other. Series will take a big swing. He should have taken a bigger swing, you know. Well, that was kind of thing. If he ended up okay, let's say he had put up Izzy here, but ultimately Matt ends up saving Izzy anyway. Would this have gone any different here? Um, no, I don't think it would have. It would still have been Red and, and Cameron, like they Probably. were pu- public enemy number one. Only, only if America had won. 
I think, was the only maybe her or, Ka- or um, Corey. Those are the only two people I, c- I could see maybe doing something different. Uh, right. If it had been Cam- Cameron or uh, even America, let's say if it had been America who had won, what would happen? Jamil, on the road again. On the road again. I just love to be on the road again. I don't even know. I can't quite hear you yet, Jamil. No, can't hear me? Uh, oh, yep. yeah. I heard yeah, you there. yeah, we heard that. Okay. Um, okay. What, thoughts? Scared <laughs> wind. Hilarious. It um, is hilarious. Um, we're going to see some crime gameplay this week. For sure. Strategizing. Because you know he's... Um, Speak louder. Speak clearly, sir. Yeah, like, doubting this. You have you the, uh, what you... the veto was played. The veto was played, Jamil. Okay. You have veto winner. Jamil, hold on with us, everybody. Joel, Jamil's coming in from the multiverse. Okay. Who do you think won the veto? Okay, take you might want to take your fingers off of the microphone. Who do you think won the veto? I think um I think that uh, Heisen won the veto, right? <laughs> Absolutely. How did you know? Okay, I, I because it, the scary universe came back, and it was uh, I don't know. I my guess um, Felicia. No, no. <laughs> um, so it was Cameron. Yes, to, um, to give as much drama as possible and totally ruin another week. Um, Cameron has <laughs> one veto. Cameron! Uh, yeah. And... Go ahead. The, the team will be a. Jamil, you're breaking up. We're losing the signal from Afghanistan here. Yeah, the sound uh, is, is rough. The chillers have broken up. The uh, the chillers have broken up. Yeah. Right. So Cameron's voting red out. Uh, well, they had a confrontation, and uh, uh, there was a lot of uh, back and forth that didn't seem uh, very pleasant. It's like, no, man, I got cooler American tattoos than you. It's like, you say what? No, you don't. I got no way. <laughs> uh-uh. Uh, okay. So, but who's the replacement nominee if it's not over Cameron? I'm dying here with, with suspense. We lost. We lost Jamil. Okay. Uh, Jeff, do you have a prediction on who the replacement nominee could be? Um, probably America. I hope not, but America, America, America. I don't know. Could be. I don't know who Jared wants to go after. Whoever, you know what? Bowie Jane. That's it'll be. It'll be Bowie Jane. Uh, actually, um, it's most likely will be America. Oh, okay. So my original instinct was right. Right. And Sam's Sam's all over it here. Okay, so you're telling me. Okay, well, we're in the spoiler section, by the way. Um, so you're telling me that. Okay, will America use the veto? 
Cameron won the veto. Oh, so she's just a replacement. So will the House not vote out America, or will they vote out Red? But either way, Foster is screwed. He is going to lose. So the ceremony hasn't happened yet. This is very narrative. No ceremony yet. Jamila's reporting. Yeah. Uh, it hasn't happened yet. But Jeff, do you feel bad for Josh Foster, our friend, who is drafted both Red and America? Red America, no. Because yeah. it's if a blue had, America. If he had drafted blue in America, <laughs> would you be more favorable to, to his to his draft team? If only there was a purple in the house, then we could have had a purple America. Um, I think that um, Foster took all of his good luck and pushed him towards the NFL draft. And... Yeah. What did he say? He said he took all his good luck and put it toward the NFL draft, his fantasy draft. I think Foster's still thinking about that NFL draft. Like yeah. Later. Yeah. Uh, he's still worried about it. Okay. Well, um, that's you know, are are you sad with how this week's playing out, or are you guys happy? I like a messy house. Yeah, messy house. So this is a good thing. It's good. It's good, but it's not messy enough. It needs to get messier. At the very least, no one. There's no female as as much as Tariq is such power such a dominant. There's no steamroll. There's no no steamrolling, Jamil saying. And, you know, we have some power going back and forth. Uh, Okay, but, like, who would you rather not make it into the jury phase of the House, Jeff? Would it be America or or Red? Uh, Red. I like America. I think America's smart. Red's an idiot, I feel like. (laughs) But Red's like a rodeo clown. America is smart. She has no power. Yeah, but, she, got, no but, power. but she could. she's good enough to win one of these competitions. And Whoa. yeah, she'll win a competition and then she'll she'll be smart enough to actually uh, target a Sari or a Jared or whatever. She, you know, she's the only person I have any hope for in the house that will actually do anything. You yeah. know, so, so like that's the, the, right now we're acting like, oh, the house is so it's very unpredictable. I feel like it's very predictable. It's basically like anybody that wins, unless it's America or Corey, is going to what Sari wants, Sari gets, you know, and that's how the house is going right now. Okay. And, for, for the last couple of weeks, though, or I should say last week and this week, it's like both sides are just filled with stormtroopers. And they're just taking shots. Jamil's saying there's two sides with stormtroopers. They're just taking sides, shots at each other on both sides. And Han shot first. But only stormtroopers are getting killed. That's the problem. What about Greedo, though? <laughs> okay. <laughs> I gotta go. All right, Jamil. Thank you for the, 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 the report. Arfita saying. Wherever you are, I hope everything's okay. Uh, you know, safe travels on the road there. Jamil Robinson coming to us 